Hello. According to our research, you like podcasts. Well, if you have a passion, mission, or story, you should have your own podcast. And I have a resource you might be interested in. Go to frontporchstudios.com slash products and services. You'll see how Front Porch Studios can help you enter the world of podcasting. Again, that's frontporchstudios.com slash products and services. Thank you for your time. Goodbye. I'm Trisden. And I'm Ray. What we hope to do here is find a little bit of middle ground on some of these extremely polarizing social and political issues. Welcome everybody to Extreme Common Sense. What's up, Ray? Hello, Trisden. How's it going? Good, good. Hey, you know what? I think I said it last week, but I've got to record. I've got to remember to record something at the beginning of the show that says our opinions are unaffiliated with our wonderful sponsors. Have you already heard negative feedback? No, 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 not at all. I just, <laughs> I I don't know necessarily that our, our buddy here at Dad's, and honestly, I haven't asked, but I just always kind of assume, like, we I don't vote the same as everybody, so, you know, maybe some of our opinions may not, and I know they don't reflect Aaron more often than not, so... It would probably just be a good thing that sort of excuses them from any yeah, yeah, accidentally cancelable yeah, sure. yeah, stuff that we I say. Agree. So probably just a good beginning uh, to the show would be us saying to please don't hold our wonderful sponsors responsible sure. for our words. The opinions expressed here not necessarily <laughs> reflect. Isn't Maybe you it? should do that. Yes, yes that's the one. Dad's flooring or yeah. Aaron. <laughs> or anyone, really. Exactly. And certainly, like, our friends and family, probably, or coworkers. Nobody really agrees with anything we say. Probably not. But that's they why have, we... Well, it's funny. At Galaxy at my work, they have to, because, you know, I am sort of the boss. So, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, right? Then behind my back, I know they're like, Jesus, this guy. Oh, man. But it hasn't worked for Kelly, my boss, for a long time. If so, I would be probably full QAnon by now. So we do have a guest today, and we're going to get to Jamie momentarily. But I do have to ask you, how was opening day at great american man it was great except for the loss it was yeah. it's always fun to just wander around in a mob and a sea of people i will i'll point this out one of the first things that i always notice and i'd love to get your take and jamie's take it's rare that i go into a sea of people though and i don't think uh, i wonder if somebody's got a gun they're about to just start picking us man, off you almost have to now i mean i really can't say that i think that but boy it's so prevalent right I it mean, almost occurs to me like it'll occur to me once you know every hour huh you like look around and you, just uh Andrew, who you guys both know, he has mentioned that on a set, which just, God forbid, but a Saturday night at Galaxy, which such a, ah, you know what, I don't even want to talk about that. <laughs> but, but it's true, though. It, yeah. it is true. It's that just, it's, open air know, venues are tough. Yeah. It's, so it's, yeah, I know some people complain about security, but when I go through it, I'm like, is this really, like, I want them to check everything on me I, so I know they're doing that yeah. for everybody. No, that's in. right. Sure. Yeah. That's right. So, Hello, uh, Jamie. Jamie Boggs, everybody. <laughs> Pre pre introduction, Jamie. You know what? And, uh, yeah, so like our our favorite uh, local celebrity podcaster. Yeah, local celebrity and a famous uh, uh, famous podcaster, and it's funny. There's one working mic stand, and Jamie has it. So you and I are holding mics like uh, on a talent show. Yeah. And Jamie's got the mic stand and looks much more professional because he is. He actually is much yes. more professional. This is so. red carpet treatment. I appreciate it. This is nice, and it's not bad, right? It's a pretty nice studio considering we've like we could probably rent rooms up here. Oh, this is wonderful. Yeah, I think, it is. Uh, the the setup's great. You got plenty of room feels yeah. great yeah nice view out to the uh the berea the richmond road the richmond road yes yes kind of nice yeah Tristan was actually waving last week Jim. I, I was, no, no joke no joke People i'm, I'm like are you waving lot. to somebody he goes yeah yeah somebody pulled in yeah random folks 
We'll pretend they're fans. <laughs> I can't pretend they're fans. But, uh, but yeah, so, so uh, folks, if you've listened to the show uh, consistently, you know, Jamie has a true crime cast and bless their hearts. Uh, two much more important podcasts than ours, but we certainly appreciate him lowering Stopping himself. Stopping by to and, spend time with us peons. Yeah, it's, it's very nice and very appreciated and uh, wanted to bring him on specifically to talk about his appearances on TV. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah. I appreciate it. It's been, a, it's been a good time. I don't know that our show is more important or better but we've been on longer so it helps. <laughs> well i think when you i think the the difference is is you guys have millions and we have thousands over the history of our podcast as far as listenership so that's pretty dope when you've got a, a millions in front of your listenership I, I do like to drop them that word yeah that's pretty cool pretty good well i tell you what <laughs> because it has been a while since you visited with us jamie before we talk about tv tell us about your podcast yeah, so uh, True Crime Cast, True Crime Show. Every week we cover a, a new case that is, and my goodness, when we first started, I was like, how are we going to come up with enough material? We're five years in, and there is no end to yeah. the number of crimes we can cover. So we have a, a full show that's 30 to 45 minutes about a case, and then every Friday we do like a 10-minute show for, for somebody's commute or between meetings or whatever. So we release two episodes uh, a week. We've been doing that for five years we have almost 7 million downloads at this point. Man, that's that awesome. Is, that is awesome. Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't that like the most popular podcast genre is true crime? Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, it's everywhere. Everybody has one. I feel like that and sports, everybody thinks I can talk about that. And honestly, that's what I thought, too. I was like, yep. anybody can do this. And then about six months in, we got a couple partnerships and it just started picking up and went from zero to really popular really fast. And I will say it's harder than it looks, right? Like everybody thinks they can do a podcast. It's not an easy thing. I think everyone thing. does, don't they? But they're just not all good. <laughs> well, <laughs> look we, at us. We can relate to that. But <laughs> it, it's tough to talk for an hour, I think, for a lot of people. I mean, I've met a lot of folks that it's not the easiest thing to consistently bullshit for an hour. It's just not. You're a bit young, but do you remember WKRP? Cincinnati? Of course. Do you yeah, remember Cincinnati. when Sparky Anderson got the radio show? And he's like, no, just another 59 minutes. It's just <laughs> painful as can be because he doesn't have much to say. He's a great baseball guy. Uh, 58 minutes. Can we get a caller? And then the big guy, Mr. Carlson, has to fire Sparky. Yeah. And it's like, no, oh, a travesty. Yeah, but to your point, yeah, it can be difficult. Yeah, I think it's like for anything, you have to have some kind of motivation, whether that's this is therapeutic for me to come on and talk about it or that's us. I see the numbers come up or somebody asked me about it in public like those things keep you going but it's like a grind you have to prepare every week you have to set aside the time to record and then work on advertisers and work on other promotions but you guys have reached a place where you've got some people working for you and collecting some info and say that's wonderful yeah, that's we cool do. We, we have somebody that writes for us and that's great and puts together our outlines we still do our own research but sitting down and writing out a essentially because there's so many details we don't want to screw up talking about victims of crimes and stuff so uh, somebody outlining that for us is super helpful and we have people helping us edit and promote and that kind of thing that's pretty nice and i would say that's the thing i would love to just show up and talk to ray for an hour every week but like even the 30 minutes that i put into a really lame comedy bit and like you know writing out 10 questions to ask like you know it's a good hour that i'm like oh i don't want to do that part like that part stinks and that's for an okay podcast well the reviews you don't have to put time into they just write well, the reviews yeah, i the just reviews, go yeah. of course just go and, right and but i do those. like to pick out the best reviews yeah so that takes a little there bit is of work. a bit yeah, of yeah. effort there so. got a lot of negative ones the filters through the, well so we, we usually only use the yeah. negative ones so we got you know, a negative one last week just 
just because oh, we, really? we covered the the Murdoch murders. Ah. Oh, yeah. Those are fascinating. They're like, why are you doing this? Everybody else is. And I'm like, ah. well, if we didn't, it's almost like like we have to. Yeah. And it, I don't know. Like, like why would why do people take time out of their day to go and write a negative comment like that? And I don't, <laughs> I don't know what kind of negatives when, negative ones you're getting, but like, that's not that's not going to help me be a better podcaster. That's not constructive <laughs> criticism. That's, that's just right. weird. <laughs> it is fascinating the time that people would take. Like, I can't imagine in a million years, you know, like I just saw a TV show I didn't watch or didn't like. And I'm going to tell you, I did not care much for that main character. Like, I'm, no way I'm jumping online to voice that opinion. And how much time do these people have? Right. But, right. but to go back to an earlier point, like podcasting, like radio, everybody wants, you know, I've had 200 people ask me, hey, can you give me a job at the radio station? I'd love to do that. But two weeks in, it's just a job, right? Yep. Like it's sure. still, it's a cooler job probably than maybe garbage man, possibly. But like, there's still a point where you're like, oh, I don't want to fucking mention these people anymore. And I don't want to have to do the weather. And you know, it, it's still just a job. So even as fun and therapeutic as this is, you, it is still a point where you're like, man, I'd like to cut that hour of research I mean, out or yeah. any job. Whatever. I used to say Derek Jeter would say, oh, not another baseball game. Then he'd walk out to shortstop Yankee Stadium, look around, realize he was Derek Jeter and go, hey, that's not <laughs> yeah. so bad. But there's a point at which anything becomes too much. right? And especially yeah. the prep, right? Like, you know, the whole season of running and working out. Like, I'm sure, like you said, he walks out of Yankee Stadium and like feels like felt like another the luckiest guy alive. Game. Right. But I was listening uh, to an interview with an NBA player, J.J. Redick, the other day, and he said the reason he retired was the offseason. The offseason, he's got to work so hard to stay in shape during the season. That's interesting. That kind of thing. Like, he said, I couldn't handle another offseason. That's, That's where you do have to give Brady, yeah. Tom Brady credit. I mean, I grew up, I, I was a Jet fan, so it was hard for me to root for Brady. But how do you keep your body in that kind of shape for 45 years? I don't know. You know, got to give them that. Yeah. And um, I don't know if you heard the news. You mentioned the Murdoch trial. There was some uh, information today that came out about the, the, the kid that may have been related. Yeah. The, the, the Smith. Smith. Yeah. The Smith kid. I saw that they exhumed him and they did oh, an autopsy wow. and that they found evidence was the, all that I saw. Like Same. I, they didn't release yeah. what it was, but they said they have found evidence on his body that was buried eight years ago. Um, not sure where that's going to lead. I, I've shared my opinions about that over on our show, but I think the Murdochs probably had something to do with it. I don't know if it was Buster who was the one that's sure. still alive, but you assume um, maybe the dad, right? Like I, he was kind of murdery. My assumption was that the family wanted to get rid of him to so their relationship wouldn't be exposed, but maybe Buster right. didn't have anything to do with it. I guess that's me being hopeful. That's right. what I thought. That the last one yeah. standing is actually a good dude. But, right. Fingers uh, crossed, but. Yeah. Yeah, it was that's a, it was a captivating story. I mean, oh, yeah. definitely a a true crime story. I mean, I I watched the uh, I think it was an HBO three part documentary. It was it was pretty riveting. Now, Same. So yeah, yeah the, so there's one on HBO. There's one on Hulu. There's one on Netflix. All of those came out before the trial ended. Yeah. yeah. How is media getting ahead of like what's yeah. actually happening? I mean, that, I guess that's the craving of the public for what's yeah. going on, right? It is fascinating when you see, well, I mean, geez, we'll, we'll get to the Trump stuff later. But, you know, this has been, what, how many months of people saying he's going to get arrested? It's going to be this. I mean, and now it's finally happened, you know, years so later. Almost. Topic, Jamie, and, and you probably do. I was going to say may or may not. But typically in those trials, the defendant never takes the stand. What? Did he do that on his own, or did he insist on that? Or Yeah, he's an attorney, so right. I, I think that he thought he was the smartest person in yeah. the room. Because yeah. typically you don't want the def the defendant to get up there because they're going to get torn apart by right. the prosecution. Right, they're right. Not, 
trained in those ways and he thought he was smarter than everybody and was going to get his message across the way he wanted to and he came and boy it didn't go well he did came it? away looking so much worse worse yeah so he sure did yeah and that's what made it more riveting because yeah. you don't generally hear from the horse's mouth so to say and, and i feel like almost every time they do it bites them in the butt it never works out i mean that's the reason most people don't right exactly and your lawyers tell you not to yeah no just yeah. keep your mouth closed we don't yeah. want you to be in front of this jury answering questions that we can't control and that was a quick yeah. uh, jury turnaround yeah. right what were they out like two hours or something yeah. i mean that's never good when they come back that quickly it's like uh yeah no deliberation here guilty yeah. none needed we're fine no. and jamie we do to you what i bet probably a lot of people do so i want to take one step back you've got a very cool other podcast we didn't even let you get to but uh, do you want to tell us yeah, a bit no, about bless your hearts too nope you're right that does happen and there's a good reason for it it's <laughs> very uh we bless their hearts so that's john and i really we just got to a point where you're like we are talking about crime and murder so much that like it starts to set in a way on you like, yeah, sure. i was spending all my time researching it so we would do all of our recording on sunday night so we would go in and record about murder for two and a half three hours for the next couple of weeks and just leave exhausted and defeated so we we're like let's just do something fun so we just started a a comedy podcast to where we would do it after the crime so we would leave in a better mood and start the week that's cool um, I think we get around a thousand downloads a week from from that one, and most of that's just holdovers coming from the other show. So that one did start off with a little bit of a base audience just from True Crime Cast, but um, it's mostly for fun. We do like best potato chip brackets and <laughs> favorite cool. superheroes. Like it is this week. Well, I guess it's coming up the the next Thursday after this show comes out assuming i don't I don't know your release this schedule. one this show will release this friday now okay we're, so, we're, so yeah, next right. thursday we played with chat gpt and just asked oh wow nice. did like you South really Park. so how do you do yeah. that being the technological wizard that i am yeah, i mean so, I, I barely know what it is but any of us can now mess with it yeah you can register really? for a free account it's just a matter of how many people are on it at the time whether wow. it's available so what what kind of fun did you have with it yeah so john's from jellico and i had it generate i was like just j tell us everything you know about jellico tennessee and then i quizzed him on that and, and then we um that's great asked it like conversation starters um, we asked it everything it knew about True Crime Cast, which was kind of funny because oh, wow. most nice. of it was accurate. But it was like John and Jamie grew up in northern Alabama. Like, <laughs> no, because it, I mean, it pulls from all the text that's been on the Internet for the last, before 2021. So, like, there's some stuff on the Internet. You guys may or may not know this. That's mm. not accurate. Say what? <laughs> like, I don't believe all, that for a second. It's not all true. That's but I love great. Chad. I use it for work a lot. But Do you? Really? Because yeah, yeah. it's easy to. If I'm just looking for a particular, um, I don't know, message I want to send or whatever, it can curate things in a certain tone. You can go on and say, in the voice of Jamie and John from True Crime Cast, write a two-page outline about the Murdoch murders, and it's going to pop up and say, Jamie, and then have my part, and John in his part. Oh, my God, that's like, it's, great. It's super cool. So it's how, scary. Uh, uh, how old is this technology? Uh, so this is, they just released an updated version. It's, it's from... Um, a site called OpenAI, and it's really just a bunch of like tech gurus from other big companies that created it to have an open source of artificial intelligence. But I would say in the last two years, yeah, I was going to say it's really blown up. Right, that piece is taken. So off. obviously, you know this better than do I, and I'm assuming Triz. Um, uh, what about this moratorium, guys like Musk and um, uh, Paul or uh, Steve Wozniak saying hold off a little bit? What's that about? Just that it's gotten yeah. too much too quick? Or? Yeah, you just think about like how many movies have been made about. Oh man. I mean, it's, The Matrix, Terminator, 
There's a, that new <laughs> Megan movie about that robot that starts killing people. Like, right. everything is AI. And I think there is the, the there was a situation where Facebook developed a couple different AI personalities, and they started creating their own language and stuff, and they shut it down. Like, because hmm. the is there is the opportunity to start creating and that kind of thing. Chat GPT is not that though. Okay. Chat GPT is sim- simply a language generator, so it takes all the text that it has available, and if you give it a prompt and say, uh, "Tell me about the Reds roster this year," it will find the internet or go to the internet, find everything it knows, and spit that back out to you. And it will do that if you ask it again. It'll do it a different way because it's a language generator. So how about kids in high school writing papers? Yeah, that, that's that's hard to track because uh, it yeah. is so unique. It's not like it's giving you the Wikipedia page. It's summarizing it for you in a way that you can just copy and paste it somewhere. How about that? So it's it's language in a in a word order that hasn't existed already. So in that way, it's not plagiarism. You can't figure it. I'm sure there are. Ha! They're going to find ways to track it back, but yeah. it's not readily. You can't just go Google somebody's paper and it come up because Chat GPT wrote it. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Unbelievable. There's a great, I read a great book about it, um, which was a fictionalized book. Well, actually a fiction book, of course. Uh, Dan Brown, uh, who wrote Angels and Demons. He wrote a book called Origin. Yeah, Da Vinci Code. Read Origin if you really want to kind of get a grip on, I guess, what his fear of a dystopian future based on AI is. Pretty great. Uh, When did he write that? Uh, Three, four years ago. Wow. Yeah. So it, it is really something we're going to be dealing with, yeah. or we yeah. are dealing. So with. it was fiction when he wrote it. I don't know if it's going yeah. to be yeah. no long. fair point. Yeah. Crazy yeah. part. Well, yeah. and some of the things I've seen, some of the machines either think they are or act sentient, which scares the shit out of everybody. Because who's to say, right? Yeah. Like it's really weird. Just yeah, it's very yeah, no, bizarre stuff. I've asked Chat GPT some of those weird questions. I'm like, do you think you could take over the world, or you like, are you smarter than me? Or I mean, of course it's smarter than me, but <laughs> like. Are you self-aware? Do you want? Do you think you could do this or that? And every answer is very. They've programmed it to be super bland and say, "I'm a language generator. I don't have feelings." But in a scenario where robots did take over the world, like, oh my God, it's pretty crazy. That's, that's, but like you also Chad GPT on the stand. No, that's crazy. But you also did just say they've programmed it. So for right now, there are days, and those days are all humans. And does that change at some point? Where you know? I, yeah, I think we get to the point where. The computers are smart enough to start programming other computers or oh, yeah. changing their own programs. Ooh, now that's where it that's gets... That's the danger. Yeah. yeah. But we're, yeah. I don't think we're there in a major way yet. Right. Oh, yeah. But, God, it, it's scary Close. to think that if, you know, and, and just look at the multiplication of how fast this technology seems to be growing. Yes. All, like all technology yes. now, computer generated. It's right. just, I mean, who's to say we're not in a simulation created by chat GPT? Yep. 500 years, you know, in the future from what we think it is now. I just blew your mind. No, it's it's scary. (laughs) I mean, just like you talked about the acceleration, like we didn't have, we barely had cars 100 years ago. Right. And now look at like this, a computer 30 years ago was the size of a city block and now it's in my pocket. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Think about it. I mean, we probably have five times the knowledge anyone had in 1950 now in our pocket or on your watch that you're wearing today which is just unbelievable so we had this uh sort of parlor game one summer when we were all indulging and at the cabin up in new york state and my brother was there his son my son probably eight or ten people and the question was posed which had the greater influence on society the vehicle the automobile or the computer and I think people, oh, definitely the computer. But think about cars, man. Cars changed everything. So which was the more uh, life-changing invention, the, the automobile or the computer? And it tends to be younger people generally say, 
computer and older guys ah, think for a minute though the car changed everything if we didn't have cars how much longer would it have taken for people to get to the places they got to to create computers or all to, that kind of yeah, yeah. Kind of. fascinating and That's really when you question. think about the automobile it's a crazy invention of the internal combustion oh, yeah. engine it really hasn't changed in yeah. 130 years they've yeah. made it more efficient and they've made it you know cleaner for sure and so forth but the basic invention yeah, we're still using combustion yeah exactly pretty pretty darn good invention yeah no disagreement I mean, and I would say, like, my mind went to computer. I just think the natural inclination right now is to think, oh, God, look at everything that the computer is creating. Yeah, no, no doubt. But I think it's a pretty darn fair argument that yeah. you could say. And that, ironically, cars are now filled with computers. Right. You know? Of course. <laughs> I, I rode in a, a, like a new Mercedes last weekend. Of it wasn't mine. This guy in cars, uh, Jamie. I, I I'm a car guy. See what he's down there? Every time. I mean, every day it's something different. Day, it's something different. Yeah. Don't make fun of my Pinto. Like <laughs> but uh, it was in this brand new Mercedes, and it was wall to wall screens. Like there was no like the gauges were all. It was like really? a three across foot the dashboard across the entire dash. Like oh, driver side, passenger side, it was just up in a huge screen. It was the most fascinating thing I've ever seen. And that like was giving you gauges and what you it, needed. Yes, like yeah, in front it, of the driver, it was gauges. In front of the passenger, was a screen that right, you could watch a, something on. Right, you could do whatever you want. Well, I assume whatever you wanted on your screen. And wow, it was just wild. That is crazy pretty cool so you are a car guy when's your oh, first yeah. electric vehicle coming or, you know well before i ask you that sure do you think that is the future yeah it's got to be right right you would think i mean it certainly feels like it's going that way i would definitely own a tesla or something i mean if if a good deal came along right now i mean my thing is is for travel I mean, we tr make a lot of like four hour trips so we don't really drive cars that much like i have a work car that i'm in downstairs but like you know, for a bigger car, I would want like an SUV or something. So, and you don't really see that type of technology inexpensively. Yeah, that's the work car. <laughs> oh, wow. So that's like, but I but I can't get my wife in that. Like my wife's, you know, she would rather you know jog seven miles than ride seven miles with me in a Porsche convertible. She's not a convertible person. So that's literally my work vehicle. But yeah, I would like for our like travel vehicle, I would definitely have like a nice electric SUV, but I'm not paying 120 grand for one right now and that's probably where I would be. So, will we reach the point where you will be able to use uh, solar power to charge your EV? That would be pretty cool, right? And clean and cuz that's one of the big knocks on electric vehicles, right? They have to plug in right, to the grid right. and burn fossil fuels, but cuz uh, I, I don't quote me on this, but I thought I read or saw somewhere where uh, 2022 was the first year in U.S. history where renewable resources, renewable energy created more electric than fossil, than, not than fossil fuel, than coal. Yeah. So I guess it's here. Yeah. Seems like it. Jamie, are, are you glad we brought you on today to talk about cars and Dude, AI? I, I, I am all in on the <laughs> Tesla truck. Well, the AI is pretty cool. Because it looks like my third grader tried. I was like, hey, draw a truck. And they drew it, and then they made one. I don't yeah, know if I've seen, seen it. Have you seen it? Oh, my goodness. I, now, here's a quick one for you. Cyber it's truck. Cyber you truck. You should look it up. It looks like a third grader drew So not a great truck. design. That's I think like, it looks pretty kind of cool, but yeah. it's, that makes it look. But cool. it's not yeah. Tesla, right? It is Tesla. Well, who's the one? There's an there's an electric truck company that's also very recent. Do you know what I'm Just talking for about? Trucks? Just it's a truck right now. That's all I know of. I don't know. I thought that I think Ford came out with an electric truck. I, I think they're wrong. all there's doing a, it to some degree, right? Yeah. Well, I think there's a guy that. Well, anyway, I, I met 
somebody that supposedly started an electric truck factory in Cincinnati when I was up for opening day. And I guess multimillionaire, Elon Musk type guy, but I was hoping you guys would know no. what that truck was. But. It's funny, too, because Lucas, who I work with, who's a very, very reasonable and conservative young man, is of the opinion that Elon is the biggest scam artist, you know, this side of P.T. Barnum. But... Um, he he, uh, he doesn't think the electric cars are the future, but I don't see how they're not. Yeah, I'm with I you. I, I feel like it's going that way. Yeah, and yeah. and all the big manufacturers are buying into the technology, and there's more and more of them. And you know and the 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 issues with them are being resolved. Seem to be. Yeah. yeah. Seem to be. Yeah. And Jamie, you found my truck. Rivian. Rivian. There yep. you go. So apparently, how do you spell that? R I V I A N. It is electric vehicles for adventure they and he's have, a cincinnati guy he lives in cincinnati oh, they wow. have trucks yeah. they have jeep-ish designs yeah. like suvs how about that so yeah. that dude just cruises around cincinnati apparently Very but yeah cool. i think well and also i mean you really have to factor in it feels like the government and certainly on the left is pushing us in that direction too I'm sure it would happen organically, but it also feels like oh, there's yeah, there's some pressures, you yeah, know, to, to move to uh, some of these different types I mean, of technology. I, you know, it's I don't know. I, I often think that three or five hundred years from now, you know, people then will look back on this period as like, wow, man, they were burning fossil fuel. Didn't they know the damage they were doing? You know, quite not quite like sure. we look back on the Middle Ages and. You know, they were bleeding people. Didn't they know that was killing them? Yeah. But yeah, I think they will say, man, they burned fossil fuel for whatever, 200, 170, 200 years. Didn't they know the damage? Well, they knew, but it just took a while to, you know. It's, and again, the it became so dependent. It became it. so dependent. Yeah. And, and, the, and again, back to that question, the car was a great invention, man. You know, if it had been a lousy, clunky thing and it was always breaking down, but as the car evolved, it became, I mean, I'm old enough to remember when every 10,000 miles you needed a, a new set of tires, yeah. used to have to change plugs and points. Now you come out of the factory, drive 100,000 miles without really touching anything other than the oil. That's true. You know, and you don't have a problem. Well, and I think, Ray, you touched on something. And to me, we're in the like this really weird transitional period of human history where we've started to get a, a lot of technology and we're getting smart in a lot of ways, but we're all incredibly stupid in a lot of ways, if that makes <laughs> sense. Like, you know, I think in 500 years they were like, well, they, they all still believed in organized religion and no offense. I know probably yeah. most of us here at the table do as well. So, but I, I, I think at a, at a certain point it will just be looked on so much differently than it is today. And, you know, like our medicine to be modern, like all we know about cancer is let's put somebody in you know and hook them up to some wires and see if they die or the cancer dies first like it just seems like we're so much farther back than it feels like we should be with where we are with computers and certain things yeah i mean there's probably two ways to look at that though when i was a kid um child leukemia took your life it was like nine out of ten kids who got leukemia i knew a, a kid billy mccartney who who died in probably 71 he was 11 years old childhood leukemia and it was really the mission of saint jude and childhood leukemia is now like 95 percent uh, survivable really so if yeah yeah so if you look at something like that there have been well, pretty yeah. amazing inroads not to say they're not hacking off arms on the battlefield anymore with a hacksaw but yeah. it just feels like we should be farther like you know when my mom had cancer and we were no i don't we, disagree we but went it, to to nashville uh to uh, vanderbilt which yeah. at the yeah. time was supposedly the best which one is wonderful the top. Sure. Yeah. sure sure and some of the things that the the ways they would answer my questions and, and stuff and i was just like i was fascinated by how little 
really? they knew at that that's time. And I just thought, Jesus, that's, this is really where we scary are if still. You're the patient. Well, yeah, know? that's that's the way I took it. But, but again, I don't know if it's quite a glass half empty, half full. But I mean, there is, there has been a lot of advancements, cancer. I, I think it's just just so tough yeah. it mutates and it's smart you yeah. know and it and it feels like there's the less the money in a cure and a lot more money in treatments too and i hate to be that guy yeah that's that's just i, 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 I don't want to be too i mean i, I, guy, I get but, that but yeah the conspiracy on that but i just it, think the money's going toward treatments as opposed to going towards a cure not that, that they have it and it's in a back room somewhere but, yeah I don't know, Jamie. You're the third party on this. What do you think? Yeah, no, I agree that there's more money in it. I just am maybe a little too hopeful that people aren't that awful. Me too. That, like, Me too. At least, like, I agree. At least, humbug. Let, at least let them make sure they live, right? Like, let's, if yeah. we don't make them pay, let's make it 100% if we have it. And people true. are living longer with cancer. That's true. They, they simply Fair are. See, you know? Where I thought you were going with that was we're so much dumber, like, I could not go out and change the carburetor on my truck without a YouTube video right now. Growing <laughs> up, everybody I knew could work on their car. I don't have to anymore because it never breaks. That's true. Like, well, that is true. So yeah. I do feel dumber than well, like, yeah. my parents were with that kind of stuff. <laughs> That's oh, funny. No, and, and I'm always fascinated that Ray didn't grow up because he actually had a full, normal father-mother household, and he didn't come out of it like being able to build a house. Because yeah. everybody I grew up with, if you had your dad in the household, like you were, you could build your own my house. My dad didn't know a screwdriver from a hammer. Yeah, build a car unfortunate so thing. but it does feel he, like there was a, whole tell a heck of a joke though there was a lot more of those guys and maybe that's a southern thing which is maybe a better quality i think yeah, well but, no like i said or you or you find a guy like our neighbor was mr zangara and he was just a a northern country guy kind of a northern redneck i don't think he had an eighth grade education but he owned a body shop and could fix anything so he'd spend a lot of time buzzy go get go get ben and i'd ah, <laughs> damn it what does he need now but he'd always come over and then they'd have a beer and yep. they'd chat but he'd fix whatever was wrong yeah mr zangara and Garrett spent a lot of time in our house, but, uh, but he was he was that guy you're talking about. Yeah, fix and, anything. And to steal Jamie's point, though, I think what you're seeing is is that you, it does feel like kids know less and less. Like we all know less and less about uh, tangible things. Yep. It, right. it feels like life. I mean, even like buildings. Well, when that's you see a building built and all the <laughs> intricate designs, and now it's just like we make square building. That's all we can do. Yeah, <laughs> it, it feels like. But here again, Tristan, yeah. it, it is you know two sides of a coin. Those kids know a heck of a lot more about of computers course, and sure. this stuff than yeah. we yeah. ever knew. No doubt. You know, Lucas has twelve, ten, and six year olds. I think the twins. And they're all in Disney right now as we speak again. But those kids know so much. Those little little six-year-old twins, boy and girl, you put them in front of a laptop or a tablet, and they just take off and boom, boom, boom. I mean, that would have been – we would have had no idea even how to turn it on. I I mean, if you grew up with it. But, you know, so there's that. And they're going to grow up with that and stay with that and make advancements. Sure. And I'm so, not even saying it's for better or worse. I just think it is a yeah. noticeable, odd difference that probably, you well, know, there's probably more 30-year-old guys now that can't change a flat tire than there certainly would have been in And what's the idiocracy? What's the oh, Terry Crews move? Which I've never seen, but everybody so has told me. That's, right that's, that's like another thing that's coming slowly coming true. I mean, yeah, it is. Very true. I have to watch that darn movie. Plants no grow with Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Um, Idiots. But I really want to get to Trump, which is sort of what we want to talk about. But first, Jamie, I want to talk about your freaking on TV now. Oh, yes. We got to get to that. Yeah. So about a year ago, last spring, we were contacted by a production company for Court TV about a case that we covered on the podcast. And I found out that it was legitimately they were they had this case that they were making a show about called someone they knew with Tamron Hall. Tamron Hall. Yeah. Who's yep. 
awesome. Seems awesome. Dick gets a meter. I'll get to that. She does. Boo. Yeah. And um, not too bad on the eyes. Yeah. So so that show had a really good season one. So they started planning for season two well ahead. And one of the people working on the show just Googled the name of the person who was murdered. And we were one of the first people who popped up. So wow. Let's nice. hear it for search engine optimization, I guess. <laughs> How about that? Um, Do you guys pay for that? No, we didn't. Um, we we were just one of the only ones that had covered that one particularly. So they emailed us and said, "Hey, would would one of you all be willing to come and talk about this?" And the way they did the show was they would go to like I went to Boston, and there were like four Massachusetts cases they covered while they were up there, and they brought in police and and prosecutors and fire people and family members all into the city and they recorded like four episodes of the show in like three days wow. so they were like hey will you come and cover this case and just be like a commentator about and of it? course your answer is yes oh, yeah, yeah for the exposure for the fun it was, yeah. it was great so so i said yes and then it worked out john unfortunately already had vacation plans for that mm. week i say unfortunately oh no maybe it was fortunate because if we had to pick who had to go that might have been weird but <laughs> I was the one that was available. So before I went, though, they called and they were like, actually, we got this other case and we don't have enough people for. Would you talk about that one, too? Oh, yeah. There's this other, like it wow. kept coming. That's so great. Four different episodes came my way and only one of them I was familiar with. So I had like a month to do research on the others to get ready. Um, they flew me up to Boston and paid for my hotel. And then it was like the whole deal. Like they did makeup. There were probably oh, five wow. cameras. They had a full crew of lighting people. And then the executive producer was there and she would just sit behind the camera and ask me questions about the case. And we just talked about it. Um, and then they that this was last July. And then they started airing in February of this year. That's so, very cool. That is so I awesome. Think three of the four episodes have come out. They are on court TV. There are new episodes out on Sundays at nine. But like you mentioned, it's not on uh, direct, which it's is what not, I have. Yeah. And I have Hulu. It's not on there. So hmm. you can download the court TV app and watch live programming on there that was the problem free. i had because yeah but if, if you're not who watches tv as it airs anymore right? and i couldn't <laughs> me i'm know, old and i would re- <laughs> i would remember 30 minutes later ah, i missed it you so know that I, night was the first night i would say since i don't know breaking bad maybe that i had an appointment i was like i'm gonna be on tv tonight funny. at nine i'm gonna sit down and watch it <laughs> that's so great about two weeks later they're all going to be available on demand so some of them may start to be that soon so well let, let me know it. and i'll let our yeah. our massive audience know yeah, as so, well so basically it's one case and they bring in like five or six different people who know about it to talk about it um, and all the cases are very i mean it's called someone they knew so it's all very like mostly fam in, involved with families and the murders um and it was all murders that that i got to talk about which they do some other things too but tamron hall wasn't there unfortunately i assume she filmed her entire part for the season oh yeah in one day in yeah. hollywood <laughs> nice. but, right but everybody else was there was super awesome um and they yeah it was it was a really cool experience just to see the production part of it i was able to take my my older kids and my daughter's really super excited at like she's been in commercials she does acting so for her to see it was oh really very cool and they, and they were they were so much nicer to her than they were me i mean they were <laughs> great to me but they were like oh come in let's give you some snacks while you sit here that's cool that is really awesome uh what was the case that they had contacted you about the one that you were familiar with it was about a lady well it was a doctor and his wife her name was mary griniter and they had gone out for a hike and he called 911 and said she had been attacked while he took the dog down a separate trail but then like the i don't know he he was a doctor you assume this guy's smart but but they found like one of the gloves in his truck they like he he did it basically and he tried to blame it on other people there were people that saw him walking away from the body 
there were things that he knew about the crime scene he shouldn't have known like it was seemed pretty obvious that he did it but it took them a while to prove it and he was a doctor so he was pretty prominent in the community so it was a really big deal and where, would, wow. where did that take place that was right outside of boston i don't even remember oh, was the, it? the name of the town yeah three of the four that i talked about were in boston one was in miami and that was the craziest one um but the the one that's that we went up there for was it was super interesting but not a lot of people had covered it and since then we've covered all of them on our podcast just because i knew them kind of inside and out i was like well we may as well we may as well use it but boy you make such a good point which is an unfortunate point that it is it is literally endless you know and every day another another case pops i probably never told you this i don't even you know this Tristan. so uh, my wife and i with my brother and sister-in-law went to london i think in 2018 england and, and had a wonderful time and we had a bit of an itinerary it was pretty loose but the one thing we did that was completely unplanned we were walking through the streets and there were these jack the ripper tours yep and it was like one of the best things we did. We took the tour, and I, I'm sure it's dependent upon the host, but the cool thing, Jamie, is you're being shown buildings where he sat, where he yeah. had a drink, where apparently he met some of these women, you know, the three bells, I remember that. And it was just wild, yeah. and, and the fascination with him is is crazy, and they still don't actually know, right? Still don't, there are theories. But a lot of theories, a lot of speculation. Yeah, yeah and those tours, I guess it's like, well, here's where they found a body. Like, you're standing there. Standing there. Where he killed the person. Exactly. That's that insane. was, yeah, it is. It was very, very cool. Nice. And what was the name of the show again? You said it, and it already slipped my mind. Someone They Knew Someone they with Tamron Hall. Okay, That's the on entire TV. Title. Yep. Awesome. And, like, they have a YouTube page, so when things become available on demand, they're on YouTube as well. But oh, it airs nice. live on Court TV, and the cool thing about the cases I was in is that the the cases actually aired on court tv so they had all the court footage to show too oh, so wow. when you watch the episodes you see the testimony and then you talk to the cop and then you talk to me and then you hear some more testimony ah, very cool. from the judge That's so it's neat. It's it's a really it's a good show. I would, awesome. I would watch it, it even if I wasn't on. <laughs> sure, well, you're it, a true crime head. And it was course. a great experience. It really was. Yeah. They were they were awesome to work with. I hope it happens again in the future, but I assume they won't start producing the next season until the summer. See, nice. not all those Yankees are bad. It was, <laughs> and one year up in Boston, that's the real Blue Bloods. Oh, man, I, I really liked it. I'd never been to Boston. Did you hear before. the accent? Boston. We, got, we, took, Boston. we took all Ubers, and we got him one. And I was like, we're never getting out of this car. <laughs> he was like, yeah, I go down to the hob at the Sox are playing tonight. Uh, you got to go down here and check out this bar and get some seafood. And I was just like, I want to talk to you for the rest of my life. <laughs> you're like, you reckon? <laughs> Pull out some old school Harlan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So would, uh, this is just a, a mm -hmm. random thought I had, but doing something like that, it's obviously a lot of fun. I don't know if there's a ton of money in it, but would it be worth trying to get an agent or something to book you with some of like some other shows? And so the 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 executive producer, she owns the company that produced the show for Court TV. She, I guess, like they contract out to production companies or whatever. She's like an Emmy winning producer. Her name's Nancy Laszlo. She was awesome. But each individual episode also had its own producer that worked directly on it. Hmm. And a couple have talked to me about like your your name will be out there. You'll probably be contacted by other shows. And I don't like it. It covered my trip and it covered my kids' trip, so it was fine. It wasn't a ton of money, but the exposure for the podcast will be worth it for mm -hmm. oh, yeah. those things. So yeah, I'd be very interested in doing that. I just it's one of those things you've never done it, you don't know how to do it. So Right. Um so I may just reach back out to some of those producers and be like, So you mentioned this to me. Where, <laughs> where are all those phone calls you promised me once I once I aired? But is there anybody that you could contact that could act as an agent around that would be 
That's a good question. I don't know about anybody in the showbiz business, in, in that area of the business, unless it's somebody that worked at that production company. They were my only interactions. Because I would just think that with the amount of people who recognize your show, what you and John do, there's probably somebody out there that could parlay that into appearances and money. Yes. I, I don't know what it is, unfortunately. Are you, are but you offering to it be sounds my agent? Like it. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I am. He is. I, yeah. I feel like I, I can help you with that. 10% so, was good sign. enough for Jerry Maguire. Is that good enough for you? Uh, I was thinking 15, <laughs> but we can discuss. Okay. <laughs> no, I was Show just, me the money, Jamie. It was so much fun. And I will say, I was super nervous to watch it because I was like, I am going to sound like. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> right, right. So, what do you think? It was better than I expected. I didn't Great. feel like I said anything stupid. Uh, that's funny. That first show, you I can see that. Was Butterflies very, in your stomach for something that's already. Yeah, I can I see will that. say that I filmed <laughs> two episodes one day and two the next day. And if you watch the episodes, it looked like I lost 20 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even know which one was filmed first. Yeah. So. <laughs> they say that the camera adds 10. I don't know how many cam- if more cameras are on me one day or, or what. But one day I was like so much bigger than the other one. Like, Can we practice those better angles? That's funny. <laughs> but that is true, though. There's nothing worse than, than seeing yourself on film yeah. like that. I mean, if you're not – because I – you you've been in radio we've all been in radio here so like you get used to your voice which is nice yeah. so like people that don't it's a shock to hear their oh, voice most people hate it oh my yeah, god well, i don't sound I like that like, right but the thing about tv i think there's not that many of us that are on yeah. tv enough to say oh god is that how i look uh, walking uh, around so yeah. it is kind of weird yep. they did send uh so i don't have hair for anybody that doesn't know mm-hmm. they the lady so the lady that did my makeup she did makeup for the the filming of goodwill hunting oh wow nice. so she put makeup on was, Matt Damon, ben which was all filmed in boston yeah it was yeah. And, and during our off times i did a tour of goodwill hunting that's my favorite movie. Oh, that's cool but it's she also movie. she gave me some shine killer for my head <laughs> like to make the shine go away because i told her like when i do sports and stuff that it's really bad and she sent it home with me and i'm still using how cool is that cool man that's great and and i wanted to get back because you mentioned your daughter and you mentioned acting and you mentioned that your daughter does a lot of acting i will first have a comment your daughter's going to be a star yes like from just seeing her on facebook and the way she carries herself She's gonna whatever she wants to do. If she doesn't meet a boy at nineteen and say this is gonna be my future life, if she if she goes for it, she's gonna succeed at whatever she wants to do. She really she really does. But you did a little bit of acting too. Spotlight, Spotlight Playhouse, Aaron Maria. I've coached my son in baseball since he was six. He's fourteen, and my daughter's involved in theater. So I was like, you know what? And your son bowls. My son does bowl. I'm up at Ray's place all the time. Yes, yes. But I've never done anything with my daughter, so I was like, I'll do a play with you. Let's find one that's not a musical, and I'll do it. So, oh, I wish you would have done a musical. No, I, I, <laughs> I, I'm okay with my speaking voice, not my singing voice. Gotcha. But, uh, yeah, we just wrapped up a production of, like, oddly enough, it was like, um, it wasn't a murder mystery, but it was a mystery. So it was like a crime thing. There was crowd intera- interaction. And oh, very cool. they got to vote on who they thought did it. And, Nice. Yeah, so and see, I, I love what Chad does over there at Spotlight. It's Chad, right? Yeah. Well, I wouldn't yeah. mess that up. Chad Hembry. I would love to do something Chad like Hembry. that, too. Yeah, yeah. I but I, I, I can't imagine ever, like, walking over there and auditioning. But I bet it was a blast. And I think that's probably something everybody should do at some yeah, point. Yeah, once, once I got into it, and especially on the show days, like, the rehearsals, we rehearsed for months, and it was kind of slow going. But, like, the week of, everything happened so fast. It was so much fun. Man, that's great. Yeah. That's and, cool. And they do adult productions from a time from time to time. Um, and she's currently she's going to be in the wizard of oz in two weeks nice and it's a weird adaptation i don't know she's like a munchkin but she has to rap 
so I'm super pumped. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and she's going to be a winged monkey. So both of those things. Are, <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. That's awesome. Now, will you do that again, or is that you're feeling pretty good about one and done at least for now? I wouldn't tell her no if she asks. It depends on timing because it unfortunately happened during baseball season. So yeah. I had to tell my baseball players I'm going to miss practice tonight because I'm going to play practice. <laughs> and it was funny. just a little, uh, <laughs> yeah, a little much. No of, doubt. Uh, a lot of heckling I had to take. But I can well feel that. It. Yeah, I do it again. It was fun. Nice. And um, that's very cool. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. And you've also developed a pretty cool darn relationship with Jericho, which yeah. I'm also je- jealous of. Ray, do you know who Jericho, Jericho is? No. Chris Jericho. Uh, oh, yeah. The uh, he's a wrestler. Wrestler, professional um, wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. Still wrestles. Has a band um, called Fozzie, who was just in Louisville last week. Actually. Nice. Um, Did we, you go check it out? I didn't. I couldn't get anybody to go with me. Oh, well, you yeah. didn't ask everybody, I'm sorry. Jamie. I should have. I should have. What is he doing uh, the band? If only you had a friend who liked celebrities. He's a singer of a band called Fozzie, yeah. Are they heavy? Yeah. Is it metalish? It's metalish. Oh, yeah. Um, and or it's, metal. I, they've got a couple songs I enjoy. It's, I wouldn't call it like. And how did that like come about? Made. He started that. Probably no, 20. no, no. Your relationship, oh, relationship with Jericho. So, yeah, I remember exactly where I was when all that happened. So I was at a baseball tournament because that's where I live my life. But I, I listened to – he has a podcast called Talk is Jericho, and he covers everything. He has musicians and wrestlers and all these kinds of things. He talked about going to school with a serial killer named Rob Chalk. So I got on his website after I listened to that, and I was just sitting, sitting at a baseball field, and I submitted a form on his website that said, hey – I have a podcast called True Crime Cast. We're going to cover the Rob Chalk case. I had just learned about it. I had no idea. I was just making it up. I hmm. uh, would love to have you come on and talk about it if you're willing. Within five minutes, I got an email. And it was like, hey, uh, that sounds great. Love to have you, you guys on my show, too. Just send me some topics. So I was like, what is that? Because the email was like, I'm not going to say his email, but it didn't have his name in it. And it had his real name registered. His real name's Chris Irvin. Hmm. But I was like, no, this can't be right. And then the <laughs> website director emailed me and said, I'll pass this along to Chris. And I said, actually, I just got an email from this address. Is this Chris? And he said it was. So um, he came on our podcast to do like a 20-minute interview about the kid he grew up with that ended up being a serial killer. Super creepy. Like he was asleepover with him, and he woke up, and he was staring at him oh. while he was sleeping. Like really good story. <laughs> Normal wow. stuff. But since then, we've been on his podcast, I think, five times. Oh, man, that's cool. Um, he gives us free tickets to wrestling. <laughs> they were in Lexington. We got to be front row during a taping. That's great. Very cool. So, and he's a pretty good dude. He's been awesome to work with. That's um, great. He's been really helpful. Yeah, Chris Jericho. Sure. One, you remember when Bob Saget died? I do, sure. The weirdest incident in my life is for three days after that, Chris Jericho texted me because he was certain Bob Saget had been murdered. Oh, wow. And he was like, we've got to get to the bottom of this. So. If you would have told 16-year-old Jamie that Chris Jericho wants you to help him solve Bob Saget's murder, (laughs) like, it's just... That is wonderful. wackadoodle. That's crazy. So, we, uh, yeah, we were on there just a couple weeks ago about the case of a guy named Larry Hall, who was a serial killer. Wow. Very cool. Now, just out of, just generally... What's more nerve-wracking, knowing you're going to be on a worldwide celebrities podcast like Jericho's, or you got to come talk to me and Ray? Uh, both, actually, because you're going to bring up politics. Mm. So I can talk. <laughs> Ooh, good segue. I can talk to talk about murder for hours to anybody. Politics gets a little more scary. <laughs> yeah, because I get canceled for that. That's true, and, and that is our goal. For murder. Like we want to cancel you and somehow steal your your, your folks, audience. and we just have them over here. If you're interested in uh, women in their 40s and 50s all over the world, that's what you got. Oh my. <laughs> God, we that's would, our, we would take whatever. 
yeah. listen. Yeah, it is like seventy percent female audience. That's, that's, yeah. that's about yeah, exactly. Actually, yeah, like and I know almost a, all women. A young girl at work who's absolutely loves it. I, uh, my every niece time I come up, we it. have a Mackenzie. We have a big conversation about she's it. A good every kid. time I come, she's up, a she's good awesome. kid. Yeah, yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, she's a big listener. I know. Yeah, yeah. we talk about every time we go. My son bowls, and I talk to Mackenzie. That's about great. Murder. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's funny that I it's, it's about murder. It's, great. <laughs> That's what we it's funny that it's so female based because you know like the first 10 years of my marriage like i just like thought my wife was a, a murderer right like i was just like why is she always watching snapped and it's all you know somebody She's killing their plans. husband or, yeah that's what i thought so then finally like after a decade of just being like really mean to her about it i was just like all right fine i'll, I'll sit down and watch this with you and i'm like wow it's kind of fascinating Pretty compelling. Yes. it is yeah yeah well i mean if where we started with Murdoch. I mean, I'm not huge on it either, yeah. but that was really compelling. So if it's like that, yeah. And, and, and so many are. If well, you dig deep enough, a lot, most of them are. Are. You just and, don't ever find out about them unless you dig. And let's be honest, serial killers, I mean, that's a whole nother genre that, you know, um, these are intelligent dudes, right, for the most part? Yeah. There's the probably most, not too yeah. many stupid serial killers because of the planning and the... Yeah, it's hard to keep the, getting away with it if you're stupid. Right, right, right. The deliberation on how to do it, and I mean, yeah. And some of them openly flaunt it, right? Yeah. Like, hey, here, here I am, yada yada. I and mean, you would think it would be almost impossible to get away with today, but it's not. Like, it's still happening. Like, yeah. Even with all the DNA and everything, and yeah. The, yeah, the it's got to be getting harder, though, right? I think it's. I would hope. Yeah, yeah. I, th I think it's harder to keep it going for as long. Right. And speaking of serial killers, I mean, there cannot be a better segue. But we have to talk some about Trump getting arrested, right? Like yeah. our. The leader of the free world prior to our current president was just indicted on, what, 33, 34 felony charges? Yes, he was. But, I, to, you know, to be fair, and I'll give them some credit, I was watching CNN last night, and it of was like you were. Jake Tapper. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I bounce around, but, but Freaking Tapper, liberal. Um, Tapper and uh, Alan Weisberg, I think, was a former um, prosecutor in New York, Van Jones. They were all basically of the opinion, pretty weak case. Like, they were hoping to see more yesterday when that indictment was unsealed. And, and so I do, it did beg this question in my head, though, and this is political. So they were being pretty, for lack of a better term, almost dismissive of, of, of the charges and the case was weak. If Joe Biden, on the day Joe Biden's arrested, it's, I, it's hard for me to wrap my mind around Hannity and Carlson at L talking about how the case is weak and the prosecution didn't do a very good job. I mean, to me, that is a distinction with a difference. I mean, I could be wrong no, about that's that. that's a great point. And, you know, have, and that wasn't thought. really where I was going with this point, but I was sitting watching them, um, and I said to my wife, could you see Fox doing that on the night Biden was arrested? And she said, nah, probably not, you know? No question. I, mean, I thought it was a – I sent in a – I don't know if you've heard me mention, I'm in the text thread with my ultra-conservative MAGA sister, who I love dearly, but she's in Jersey, and she, she is the black sheep in the family. And my brother's 35-year school teacher, more progressive than Trizen and I, So, I, and I'm in the middle of this, closer to my brother's views, but, you know, so you can imagine what she's been sending. But I texted her like two weeks ago. I, I don't think it's the best idea to bring this suit because it's old and it's about – it's not really that political. I mean, I guess – Guess he's trying to tie it in he being bragg trying to tie it into like altering the election because if the story got out it would have been bad but it's really a tough case it seems to be there's some other meat on the bone with some of the other things going on and now this guy's kind of gotten out in front and it appears to be the legal people were pretty much underwhelmed yesterday yeah. it wasn't like rock solid they got him 
Yeah, which I mean, I guess that's the the point of trial, right? And it, it passed a grand I jury, guess. so that's. And, and, I, and guess. I guess the the better question, right? We've had some discussions on it, but I'll ask Jamie. Like, do you ever bring charges against a former president, or do you just say, yeah, whatever? Yeah, I think that's one of the bigger questions about all of this. And I don't know if you, I mean, if you're, he's the could person. be a slippery slope. Yeah if, yeah, if anybody's above the law, like where's the line? There has to be a line, right? Sure. Because if he just wants to shoot somebody in the face, you're not going to let him walk away. You so, should would think. You, you would think. So, are they above the law or not? I think that needs to be the line, not up to a certain point. So I and I have trouble saying that should be okay. Yeah. Like, why? Why? Is, is it written anywhere in our Constitution that presidents can't be held accountable no, according to the law? No, it's not. But you know what, Jamie? The other side to that would be, you're right, nobody should be above the law, but you also don't want a prosecution to go on because of his personality. Yeah. Like, this looks like something that this guy Bragg probably doesn't yeah. bring other than the fact yep. that it's Donald Trump. Yep. And as you guys both know, I'm not here defending Mr. Trump. But now, just as an aside, did you see more this week where he said he thought it was quite ironic that for someone as pompous as Donald Trump, he would be indicted by a guy named Bragg? <laughs> <laughs> I did. That was pretty good. <laughs> He'd finally be taken down by a guy named Bragg. <laughs> what do you think, Tristan? Well, I, I would say my, my point on that is, you know, I've spent a bulk of my life saying that it would be bad for the country and i still think it's bad for the country to have to arrest a president not that you can't not do it if he's obviously committing crimes and you know look uh, the the point i'm going to make here at the end of the show and since i couldn't come up with any jokes i just wrote my thoughts on trump like the stuff that he's done, yeah, you, you can read it actually no, if you, you want. You wrote it in all caps. That's a that's lot of words to read. Come on, all my yell it. I am. I'm going <laughs> to scream it. How is it all? But again, I, I I think the thing with Trump is that you know, like he continues to perpetuate this January 6 lie. I think a lot of the things he's doing is so bad for the country that if he had maybe paid off this porn star and maybe he did it with political funds and maybe there's some gray area on on some of this stuff that you know if he's riding away into the sunset they do probably let it go yeah but he's still you know he's lying yeah. every day i think that's a huge i lost the it. election you know? it's yeah. garbage the, right. it's all fake well did you see the speech after when you got I back didn't, tomorrow no I didn't. Uh, you didn't have to it's it was just like his greatest hits it was uh, apparently the judge said you know i, I think because i heard his uh, attorney tacopino say you know the judge was really fair he basically said and of course trump beat him up as you know because he's the judge who presided over that weisselberg who is doing yeah. some time the head of trump court but uh, the judge basically said mr trump you're still a viable candidate we have a first amendment i don't want to get into any kind of gag order but i would ask that you be thoughtful and don't go well he goes out to mar-a-lago and just throws bombs and even says the judge mentioned something about the judge's daughter i guess the judge is probably 60 ish so he maybe has a 35 year old daughter who's a political Jesus. activist yeah and it's like golly if you're the judge watching this you're like this is exactly what i asked you not to do you make this awful tough on me yeah that so was, it was a real dark draconian dystopian speech how the world's falling apart and he's got to save it and they stole this from us and you know wow yeah so i guess my my end thought would be like no i think it's always going to be bad for the country i don't think it's a joke i think it's really sad but i think it probably also had to be done based on his actions since leaving the white house and i think you know if he was every other ex-president no matter what party i would probably be more on the side of look you know he's not running anymore he's out of the public eye but he he is running and he is continuing to say some pretty damn awful stuff it would be hard to argue if your point is that if he were down in mar-a-lago retired golfing eating 
maybe occasional sex with porn stars. We'll give him that. Yeah, it's, this it's case Trump. probably doesn't get brought. Yeah, it probably is not. Which would probably being be pursued. popular opinion. I mean, I, 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 it would. Well, I would be fine with that. Sure. I, that's another thing I said to sure. my sister. If he just went down there and told us that he was retiring, deal. Yeah. We'll leave you alone. But boy, that's not him. And sixty, and he's the front runner. Yeah. Yes. Well, sixty percent <laughs> of the American public, I guess, is very pro this lawsuit in particular, which I was kind of fascinated by. I yeah. thought it'd be maybe a little closer to fifty-fifty. But the fact that we've got sixty percent of the country that's like, okay, we do have to draw the line at writing hush money, you know, to checks to porn stars. If he didn't do it in the correct legal way, look, a I'm lot not, of people can get behind that. I'm is not there a sure. Legal way? Yeah, right. Is oh, there, yeah. Or an oh, ethical yeah. way. Don't worry. I'm yes. Not, I'm not exactly I sure. Well, me. don't use uh, campaign funds for one. And you know. I'm not exactly sure I'd want to see this, but if he's reelected in 24, boy, that would be one hell of a show. Oh, I mean, that is the movie God. we were talking about earlier. Well, because I think, you know, he spent two or three years with the potty trained Republicans that were kind of like the A team. You know, by the time his term ended, I mean, he was with the D and the F team. Oh, Mike Lindell will be Secretary oh, of State. Oh, God, yeah. The Build My Pillow guy. Oh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, VP, Mike Lindell, Secretary of State. I mean, it's, I mean, I don't want to. Sean know, Hannity, uh, press, uh, press corps. Uh, it, it, would be, spokesman. it would be wild. And there wouldn't Ooh. be a lot of people in there to be the sane one to say, no, calm no, down. No, no. Those people have left. Oh, God. You, yep. you talk about some. And retribution would be first and foremost. Oh, my God. <laughs> Unquestionably. He's, uh, this would completely change. Be like, Donald Trump is the greatest thing America's ever had. Mr. Trump, you're the best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. This whole podcast. <laughs> Trump So Great podcast with Tristan and Ray. <laughs> it would be straight China at that point. I will say putting my true crime cat on. True crime cat. True crime cat. Well, it's, it's, the cat's true name is Mr. Whiskers. Your true crime cat. True crime cat. I should get a, I hate cats. Um, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. They're cool. As far as indictments go, like, there's a saying, you can indict a ham sandwich. That's right. That's like, right. getting an indictment's a very low-hanging. That's you right. You only present sure. the prosecution's evidence. There's no defense whatsoever. So I think people <laughs> saying indictment is not indicting sounds weird, but yeah. um, it's not really indicative of what's going to happen. No, and he's got a legal team that's yeah. solid and yeah, that's And exactly I think everybody right. would probably say too that the stuff he's facing in Georgia sure seems like a whole lot more serious than the New York thing. Yeah. I think what New York does is kind of opens the floodgates for Georgia and, and, and some of these yeah. bigger cases. Well, he's that the, the Jack Smith, the special prosecutor, is looking at the files in Mar-a-Lago, and now apparently he's bringing in Secret Service agents to testify because there's some speculation that Trump himself handled these boxes. So yeah, that seems a, a little more substantial. Yeah. Substantial. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I think this seems more tabloid, right? Like there's a porn star involved yeah. and hush yes, money. Yes, yes. Like it definitely yes. feels like something that's yes. more access Hollywood than you know a, a major serious concern for the American public. But at the same time, though, too, like if you know somebody's committing a crime, like the line that Jamie mentioned, draw that line at Trisden Reynolds. Like, because if we're just going to let people off because we don't have the resources, let's start with my next speeding ticket, right? Yeah. Like, so, I mean, you do want Which is coming to probably oh, tonight. Probably tonight. Home. Good chance. Yeah. Every time I go to Richmond on Duncan, and I, apparently. But, uh, yeah, it's wide uh, open. They, they do happen. They're but, boy, MAGA world's interesting because all it does is harden their faith, I guess, for lack of a better word, in him. And it's almost the opposite. They uh, they say, well, if they can. I've heard this from my sister and a hundred others. You know, if they can come after Trump, they can come after me. Really? That's the calculation you're making? Does that, Wait does that a minute. make any sense? Right. Do you mean the law applies to me, too? Yeah, Son that's what I don't bitch. get. Well, have you done something that they can indict you over? I mean, right. I don't know. Arrest did you, you Did you pay off a porn star with hush money mm. and campaign funds? Yeah. Uh, well, your sister's know. got a whole secret life that you didn't right. know about. That's what I said to her. Well, what have you done? 
Well, somehow I think we did it again, Triz. Is that almost an hour already? Hey, Jamie, a pleasure, man. Man, yeah, guys, it's always enjoyable. Having me as always, it's a... Uh, it's a good time. It's a lot of fun, man. We'll have to get, get you and Jamie back, or you and Jamie, you and John back on uh, as well at some point. Yep, sounds good. Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm ready to, to come back on and, and share white trash stories with you guys on uh, on your podcast as well. So we I want to I want to bless their hearts some, at some point too. Miss Radio Radio has some questions for you. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, you're I busy. Do. You're getting your Jones of microphones, yeah, so it's, you're it's filled filled yeah. with with. Podcasts. That's why I feel about, about this. Yeah. yeah. And you're still doing sports, right? Yes, and Ray, you're exactly. still doing sports also. So both of you guys are still doing some Yeah, right. Other Public stuff. address. And, yeah. yeah. Just, this crazy, is all I got. Crazy NCAA tournament, huh? Oh, yeah. Wow. Just crazy. Yeah. Um, and how about UConn, man? They're, they're a blue blood. Yeah, they just came out of nowhere. I mean, they've like, got five championships in 25 years. Yeah. yeah. yeah they're the a blue blood one. now. They beat Kentucky for the last one in the finals. Wow. Calipari safe? Yeah. Yeah. For this year. Sure. Yeah, no, I think he's safe. Yeah, I mean, there's some grumbling. The natives yeah. are. What's the last Final Four? 2015? Yep. 2015. Wow, that yeah. does seem like a while. That's for, a long time ago. Yeah. Now, supposedly, he's loaded up coming next year, but hear. this is what you hear. Yeah. yeah. 2019 team should have gone, and then 2020, I think, might have if it wasn't for COVID. That was a good team. Yeah. Tyrese was good. Yeah, that was Indeed. a good team. Yeah. Uh, COVID could, did kill that. But has, has the um, – some people speculate that the – Style of coaching has I'm passed Cal by. Yeah, he still plays 1980s basketball. Right, right. I don't like it. It's it's not fun to watch. It's fun to win, but they're <laughs> not winning as much anymore. So either be fun to watch or fun to win. Yeah, can't be neither. Yep. Can't Put that on neither. a t-shirt. Yeah. Can't be neither. <laughs> can't be neither. Did, did you bring a joke, Jamie? I didn't. I'm sorry. You got any final thoughts before we wrap up? Anything uh, podcast, Trump? Anything that you wanted to say that we didn't? We don't leave a lot of holes for talking. So I realize this is a widely political show. I tried to log on to the New York Times to read the indictment against Trump, Trump, but it tried to charge me, so I didn't read it. So that's kind of where my <laughs> nice. So I had a kid. I, at, maybe I shouldn't say wall. this because it was a little secret. But I had this kid at work again. This computers, right? And I had sent him an article, and I said, "I don't know if you'll be able to open it." And he yeah. showed me when I got there. He, he disabled goes, it. Yeah, yeah, go to the AA and hit reader. I'm like, do what? He's oh yeah, you can do this with any article. These yeah. kids are amazing. Really? Yeah. Tell that kid to call me. I'm always <laughs> mad that I can't read the articles. <laughs> I think he did. I, I, this is the God's honest truth. Of course, he won't say he's not a kid. He's 31, but he he works for us, so you know. But I think he did well in crypto. I think yeah. he got in early and made wow. himself a couple right. of bucks. Yeah, because yeah, he's nice. really bright with. Yeah. I, I went to Berea College, but I, didn't graduate. He was he maybe the only bright to, person uh, to ever, graduate. Ever, ever. Certainly, the only person got rich off of anything. Probably. <laughs> No doubt. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll get you those um, those those uh, workarounds for the paywalls. I got you. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. Always appreciate it. Ray knows if I can avoid paying for something, I'll do oh, it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've seen you do it. It's your Irish side. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Wait, I thought that was the drunken side. I always get them confused. <laughs> got to keep them separate. So, Ray, you got a little... So, uh, I heard little... this the other day. I, I tell you where I heard it was on... Um, have you guys seen... Because uh, everybody recommended to me. Apparently, it was a show. Oh, yeah. yeah we, you and I talked about it. Uh, Last of Us. Yeah. So, you've seen the end all oh, the way yeah. through? Yeah. yeah. So, we're about five... Jamie, are you through? Do you, if you've I'm not... not started it yet, it's on the list. But it's it's fine. You can... Yeah. Well, it was yeah. a little joke the young girl told to Joel, I think his name oh, is. Oh, yeah. Why was the Scarecrow recognized for his great work 
because he was outstanding in his field. <laughs> <laughs> that was thought, great. Yeah, that was I cute. did think about that but for the pretty, show. Pretty too. solid show. Yeah. That oh, big fan. Episode with the with um, Offerman, Nick Offerman. Different, right? Good, uh, but different. Fantastic. Yeah. Really, really good. He show. has a lot of range as an actor. Boy, no kidding. Yeah. Huh? Let me tell you quickly, I saw him in Louisville a few years ago, and I thought I was just going for stand-up, and it was heavily political like people were walking out it was hilarious really but it was low like, very heavy yes. really well everybody thinks he's his character from uh parks and Rec. Yeah. no he he's actually not. sang a song called i'm not ron swan oh that's, <laughs> that's pretty on good. A guitar but it was very like people were walking out people were mad no kidding yeah because like, they were so, walking in thinking he would be that guy and i bet he loved it well i was gonna say so he does what from the stage acknowledges it and where are you going and what did i oh, offend yeah. you kind of thing yeah, yeah. no kidding and it was the politics that yeah. wow very much <laughs> that's pretty very cool funny. good stuff so ray was that, that yeah, your, that's all right so, so yeah so um thanks to dad's flooring uh for your uh wonderful generous thousand square foot studio space that you've given us up here we <laughs> very appreciate it if you need some flooring uh but since i haven't added their commercial yet so if you need some flooring you got to check out dad's flooring right here in berea our brother aaron who maybe he comes on next week or, okay. and uh, we got to we got to talk we got to bring a, a full-fledged righty on and, and argue with him for a while so check out aaron at berea pond uh he'll take care of you tons of furniture there if you need furniture and we may need some furniture for the studio here yeah, yeah. you need to go across the street to berea nice pond couch. 107 clay drive buckshot and uh, of course stove leg media which jamie knows a little something about and the rational boomer podcast for his sponsorship and if you guys ever want to do a little trade with bless their hearts i mean we we can make that happen oh, let's do it yeah i'm all in um and so what i did as you know i typically try to write up some comedy for the show and i just started writing words as they flowed which is probably not kind, a kind of like word. ai kind of yeah. yeah it was like my brain went into chat gpt mode so i just <laughs> kind of wrote some thoughts on this on the whole trump thing so okay. like take a nap it's like it's like three minutes it's of words just, um, here so the, the way that faulkner wrote just yeah. kind of extemporaneous yeah so let me <laughs> apologize in advance um i didn't practice it so i'll probably stutter through it but stream uh, of consciousness stream of consciousness yeah. my thoughts on trump uh if there's anything in it that might make you giggle it, that'd be good but i doubt it it was just kind of serious uh so donald trump didn't invent shadiness in politics although he's pretty good at it politics has always had backdoor deals and country club handshakes and the same can be said for most good old boy clubs in america politics the police school systems but at least they have mostly been functional a vast majority of cops are the good guys most politicians want to make the world a better place in their own way and most school systems would like to see your child succeed but that said donald trump being arrested is bad for the country not to say presidents get to act with post-career immunity. I promise if Bill Clinton, Barack Obama, or Brandon had paid off a porn star in a potentially illegal fashion, you think the side that brought up Hillary's emails for nearly a decade would be like, no, that's no big deal. I say no repercussions. This is just where we are politically. Though most of my life, a politician could misspell a word or have rumors of an affair, take down their presidential campaign. Donald Trump got to pay off porn stars and then call them horseface on Twitter. I think the better part of America is done watching Donald Trump mock disabled people and brag about grabbing women by the pussy. America, even if you like Trump's policies, and you certainly have that right, you deserve a better leader. Just because Trump is extremely entertaining, a fact that can't be denied, our country deserves someone we can be proud of on the right. Having a president that makes us feel heard isn't worth giving up our democracy. See January 6th. 
So while I hope we never see this type of unprecedented behavior by our presidents in the future, no one is above the law. And if you want to hear people calling some girl they just fucked horse face, I'll take you for the weekend to the trailer park I grew up near. But at least we can make sure that our politicians to be someone that pretends to be someone that my nieces can look up to. Very good. Yeah. I so thought that was a, there's a whole bunch of words. Yeah. And How hard did you hit the keyboard? It. Oh, God, Jamie. I mean, my fingers are bleeding from punching that thing. Extra caps lock. Well, here's kind of the the caps lock rule, uh, kind of a a hidden caps lock secret. I make my coworkers mad all day because I send emails in all caps. But the reason is because I turn in sales work orders in all caps. So Uh, once I do that, I just don't go back and forth. I'm too lazy to re-hit caps locked and then go back to normal capitalization. So I think if you're going to say strong words like that, they should be in all caps. Yeah, they should be all caps. I think so, too. Boy, that would be another neat aspect of Trump's re-election potentially would be he could pardon himself. (laughs) But could he pardon himself for state crimes? I I don't think so. But, you know, Nixon probably would have been indicted if not for that Ford pardon. I was a kid. I was 14, 15. But I remember my mom, it's where my love of politics comes from, was just horrified by that. But basically, I don't know if a deal was cut, but Gerald Ford gave him a full pardon. And so that was the end of all of it. Right. You know, I'm sure Nixon... They would have pursued that. I, I think I, so. I think. I feel you like know? you're right. And I feel like if, you know, again, I don't know if that makes it political, but if Trump was just willing to say, I'm going to go away now. That would be a deal. Probably. If, I if think, you'll drop yeah. all the suits, I'll go away. I think all of America, most of America would say deal. Yep. And you know the other left funny and thing, right. Jamie? Yeah, left and right. Well, there's some people on the right. Well, that not far right. But, uh, and I have no idea. I don't speak with the president. But I think that. Uncle Joe would also go. I think he would say, you know what, I'm going to be 86, 82 when I run 86 at the end of this term. I've had a heck of a career. I did what I needed to do. Uh, I think the irony to Trump going away, as Trisden said, would be that Biden would probably also retire. I think if Trump runs again, Biden runs again. And wouldn't, could you imagine two young faces, uh, whoever, whether it's DeSantis or Sununu up in New Hampshire on the Republican side, maybe Tim Ryan from Ohio or Whitmer from Michigan on the Democratic side, new blood, new all this nonsense. That would goes be great. Away. Is there anybody in the country who wants to see Biden Trump again? <laughs> I don't think Nobody so. I know. Right. Yeah. Yet we may well have it. Right. It's Right now it looks that way. Good times. Oh, Jamie, always a pleasure, man. Thank you all so much. Thank Appreciate you so it. much. Good time. Ray, Jamie, We're take done. care. Have Did a great we thank week. everybody? I, you I, did. I, yes. I think so. Yep. Okay, cool. We'll thank him again if you want. Troy? I always thank Troy. Okay. Oh, good. no, no. I've, I've got yeah, Troy I only down here forgot. at the bottom. And by the I way, didn't Troy, have just so top. you know, we were talking about you when we started the show. Jamie yeah. was chatting with and you. And it was today. oddly sexual, Troy, so apologies for that. It was not, Troy. wasn't? Oh, okay. You were, you okay. were actually good today, I, and I didn't swear at all. I know Jamie's a wholesome guy, so you can do it. Yeah. You dropped a couple F-bombs. Yeah, and and I don't know. I just go to the – and I know Jamie's from Harlan, and I just – like when I have friends from back home, I just revert back to this odd white trash part of me that well, loves yeah. cussing. And I revert, can, yes. And we <laughs> revert are, in language because I always live that. Our first um, probably half dozen or ten shows, uh, we didn't swear at all, and, and I thought it was Troy. I thought he was a good – Christian man, so you know I can respect that. And um, and my brother was listening up in Jersey, and he's like, "Man, I, I like the content of the show, but aren't you guys kind of doing like a backyard chat?" Yeah. Well, how come it's so clean? And I'm like, "Well, you know, it's just we've decided to do that." He goes, "That sounds a little forced." So I mentioned that to Trisney. He's like, "Righteous, I'm on, man." And from then on, on, it's been wide open. F-bombs. No question. And I'm bad myself, but because I think funny. you said Dad might be offended a bit. Probably, yeah. yeah. Who haven't we offended? Yeah, I'm an expert at offending folks, I find. All right, we're out. Thanks again, Jamie. Have a great week, guys. Appreciate it. Bye-bye.
Thanks for listening to Extreme Common Sense with Tristan and Ray. We hope you had fun and look forward to taking on another topic next week. Tristan here with the Extreme Common Sense Podcast, thanking our friends at Berea Pond. We could not do the podcast without the generous support from Aaron and Robin at Berea Pond. And also, my house wouldn't have nearly as much cool stuff without all the items at Berea Pond. So when you're ready for your next furniture, gun, ammo, pallet, they have so much cool stuff, you're not ever going to regret going to Berea Pond. That's Berea Pond at 107 Clay Drive in the old IGA building across from near New Auto Center. Don't miss out. If you're from the area, you got to get into Berea Pond.